You know, it's, um, it's a familiar story, of course, and um, I was thinking about this earlier in the week, you know, just the simple story of these wise men coming to see Jesus, and I love, I love the way that the Jesus Storybook Bible ends it by helping us contrast something here, and it says, he didn't come to be their boss, but he came as a servant. And it's really significant if you think about it, because think of the great kings in Israel's story. The greatest king of all up until that time was David. But see, when David became king, he enlisted the people in more wars. There were wars they had to fight, battles to win, land that they had to make sure that they secured. And then David's son, Solomon, became king. Solomon got to be the king over the golden age of Israel, sure. But you know what Solomon demanded of them when he was king? He demanded that they work. They had to build stuff. They had to build a palace. They had to build a temple. They had to work. In fact, we know this because when Solomon's son, Rehoboam, becomes king, the people say, could you give us a break? We're exhausted. See, up until this point, when a new king took the throne, they were used to expecting something new to be demanded of them. So David's in charge. We've got a king. Great. Uh Uh-oh, he wants us to fight. Solomon's in charge. He's king. Oh, no, he wants us to build. Rehoboam's king, and he says, you know what? You're going to build even more than what you built under Solomon. Israel had spent centuries after centuries under a king, under kings, that asked things of them, that said to them, do this, do this, do this, do this. Make sure you... And so typically when someone announces a king has been born, it's kind of happy, it's kind of good news, but it's also, you're also a little bit fearful because you're thinking in the back of your mind, oh great, what does this guy want now? Or maybe you're thinking judgment, you're thinking we're going to be, they're going to come down hard on us or they're going to ask of us a lot of things. And maybe this is exactly what you and I think about when you think about God. You're thinking about 2016 and already your minds are racing towards resolutions and you're thinking, okay, God, I'll really be a better person in 2016. I'll really do better. I know, Jesus, you're the king. And so as the king, you really want to make sure that I behave, that I dress right, that I look right, that I talk right, that I have the right friends, that I pray more, that I read the Bible more, that I serve more, that I give more, that I fill in the blank. And maybe that's what you think of. And so Jesus coming as king is like, yeah, that's not great news because you're someone else to boss me around. But there's a clue in his birth. He comes to this lowly town and this lowly stable because like that words of, the words of the story say, he came not as our boss but as our servant. This is a king who came to wash your weary feet, who came to say, how's the journey of life been? It's been pretty demanding, hasn't it? A lot of people expecting things out of you, haven't they? Well, I'm the king that isn't here to demand things. I'm the king that's here to serve you. It's here to take the lowest spot. Here to wash you up, make you clean. The words of Christ our Savior. All you weary, heavy laden, come to me and I will give you rest. The promise of the gospel is not a new king to make you obey better. That's not the message of Christianity. The heart of the gospel is a new king 
who's carried the weight for you, who took the cross himself, who carried the weight of your sin, of my sin, a king who took the lowest place and died in our spot, a king who carried it all so that now we are free to be his. Now all of the things that God asks of us, we do not by our strength, but we do because the Holy Spirit's been given to us. There's a new kind of life in you. There's a new kind of joy in you. There's a new kind of strength in you. And it's all possible because Jesus is a new kind of king. Not the king who comes to rule and destroy and demand, but a king who came to serve and place on you a light yoke. Jesus says again, all you weary, heavy laden, come to me. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me. I will give you rest. This morning, that's the Christmas message. Because Jesus is a very different kind of king, it means you can have a very different kind of life. And I want, I want us this morning to just bow our heads and we're going to pray a prayer of confession. But confession, confession may be some the way you grew up, maybe your association with it, confession can sound like guilt or, or condemnation or just another chance for someone up front to shame you. But confession is the most freeing thing in the world. Repentance is the most joyful act the Christian can do. You know why? Because you can finally be free to say, I've failed. You can finally be free to say, I can't do it. I can't do what you want me to do. You can finally be free to say, God, I have not loved you with my whole heart. And I haven't even come close to loving my neighbor as myself. You can finally be free to say that. You know why? Because Jesus says, I know. And I've taken that weight for you. And what I'm placing on you instead is the joy of being mine. The joy of being my son and my daughter. Of being royalty. Would you pray this prayer of confession together this morning? Most merciful God.